So today I'm going to marry two completely wild food obsessions, sriracha sauce and hatch chilies. I'm going to teach you how to make hatch chili sriracha. But before we get started, you got to kind of understand both of these foods and, and kind of their origin. So sriracha, in order to be called sriracha, it's got to come from Thailand. Uh, it's got to be from chilies made from this area called sriracha, very similar to hatch chilies. Hatch chilies have to come from Hatch, New Mexico, and they're only available a very limited time of year from Melissa's. I know I'm going to blow your mind by making hatch chili sriracha. It's going to be a little nuts here. So hatch chilies are a specific chili grown in the Hatch Valley in New Mexico. And the only way to enjoy them all year long, because they're only available for about a month and a half out of the year, is to either get them roasted or buy them dried. So we're going to start by making our mash. And this is actually that chili mixture uh, that blends all these kind of sugars and salts together to start the fermentation. So I'm going to start with my hatch chilies. And right into the food processor, you want to add garlic. Two kinds of sugar. I've got a brown sugar, I've got white sugar, and of course, a little bit of salt. With all that in, I'm gonna pulse it until it's a nice kind of a rough paste consistency. You're gonna take your mash, put it into a clear bowl, cover it nice and tight with plastic wrap, and just leave it in your kitchen on your counter. Right, that ambient temperature is gonna be really good for fermentation. So what is fermentation? It's a pretty simple process. Natural bacteria that's in that mash will start to eat the sugars, but the byproduct of that is pretty cool stuff. Uh, it creates lactic acid, but what the heck does that mean on the palate? It actually creates a lot of layers of flavor. It creates a really nice kind of tanginess, it tempers down that garlic flavor, and it actually converts a lot of the nutrients so it's better absorbed in the body. It's a pretty cool process. So uh, you can ferment this from two days to up to nine days. You definitely want to stir it every day or two and taste it after the third day. And if you find a taste you like, that's when to stop and finish the sauce. So after a few days of fermentation, I'm ready to really finish this. And the way to finish it is using a blender this time because you want it as smooth as possible. So the mash goes right in. That's the most attractive sound in culinary world right there, I gotta tell you. Um, all right, and then to that, we wanna finish seasoning, and I've got a little white vinegar, and I've got a little xanthan gum, and that's gonna really help bind it all together. And you just wanna pulse this until it's nice and smooth. Scrape down the sides to get those nice chunky bits down, and let the blender really finish this and make it smooth. And, and smooth means uh, you don't want to see any of the seeds. You want the seeds completely blended in. The xanthan gum is really just a stabilizer because you kind of have liquid, you've got some of the mash, you want those all to play together and the xanthan gum actually binds them all together and almost creates a really nice kind of mouthfeel. It, it's, it's not gummy, it's kind of nice and consistent. It's what you're really used to when you're eating chili sauce. And then finally, you got to taste. You really want that balance between a really nice amount of heat, acid, and then just salt to finish it out. The way to store this is put it into something airtight, keep it in the fridge, it's good for months. I eat this on everything. I love it on breakfast, you know, a really nice breakfast of eggs, bacon, maybe some toast. Um, I eat this on french fries. I think some weird people eat it on macaroni and cheese, but hey, whatever. It doesn't sound that crazy. And uh, pizza, ribs, there's nothing you can't eat this on. Very simple, sriracha made from hatch chilies. I know your mind is blown, go enjoy.